Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe McGranahan. You Just say that like it's a curse word. Super guy. <laughs> oh, okay. Single-handedly spent his life making sure that he was not noticed for helping to get the CSVT. You know, like folks like John Gordner and Congressman Carney uh, did the heaviest of the heavy listing, but Joe just harassed and pushed and made sure and letter wrote and uh, made sure that government functioned properly to get that highway going and to get the funding and make sure that it was uh, top of the mind. He's uh, helped the communications and the Bar Association and just a super fella. Boy, I'm glad I know me. I'm quite a guy. <laughs> yeah, you'd like to meet him. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to meet that guy. <laughs> the guy sounds, sounds like a wonderful man. He does. But his favorite title is a four-letter word uttered by his grandchildren. Well, wait a second. My grandson, one grandson, told me to had about enough of me yesterday. <laughs> oh, well, this is... Uh... I had to, unfortunately, <laughs> impose a bit of discipline on him. That's funny. <laughs> says, Pop, I've had about enough of you. <laughs> yeah, isn't that funny? <laughs> it is. I know where he picks his stuff up. <laughs> well, he didn't use an, a four-letter, any no. other four-letter words other than But Papa. he did call me Papa, right? right? Well, that's what I was hoping for. Then he got over his nap and told me he had a nightmare about me yelling at him. Oh, and I didn't yell at him. I just spoke funny? sternly to him. <laughs> Isn't that funny? He's a though? sweet kid. They'll remember that, though. They always remember those rare moments they get a rebuke or something. Yeah, well, my wife calls me when he misbehaves or when he's not paying attention. I get called, so I'm the heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, here comes Papa. There's going to be problems. <laughs> yeah, my dad yelled at me the other day because I was yelling curse words in the alley. He's like, oh. hey, somebody's going to call the cops. <laughs> well, what quiet. were you doing standing out in an alley cursing? Uh, trying to fix something. Okay, I've been there and done that. Uh, so, try not to get injured at the same time and repair something. So, but in any event, okay. So that's a quick introduction on Joe Mario here. Mark is just a bad uh, progressive Democrat. No, former portrayer. former citizen of the year. Still are a citizen well, of the yeah, year. Well, yes, technically, you take part in every community endeavor. You <laughs> are the uninvited guest at every wedding and funeral in the area. <laughs> uninvited. Yeah, fortunately, I don't get invited to too many funerals, so that works out. Okay, well, you certainly have done your share for the community as well. <laughs> no, now that we're done patting each other on the back and we've said that Kevin is the greatest producer in the world and he's suntanned and looking healthy, we can move on with the program. He's our greatest producer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, and he's running the Steve Jones show this week. Oh, my gosh. At least on some days, plus on the mark, so he's a busy guy. He back is. from vacation. Some vacation. Now he has to come back and work twice as hard. <laughs> <laughs> some vacation. Now he has to come back and work at all. Yeah, well, that's true. All right, so there you go. So there's some good uh, frivolity for you to get things going this morning. Uh, we had a busy day yesterday with our discussion about uh, common sense changes in gun laws that may or may not make us safer, depending upon your viewpoint. 
We have some texts left over, so Joe's going to preview those, and then he'll decide which, if any, of those are still uh, plausible, and then we'll call up some new ones. Plus, we got some new emails and some old emails to, really, to read on this topic, so we would just love to uh, get to all the printed words. And the way that you get in that queue is you text us at 70236, include the keyword OTM, got a 150-character limit to that, so that's basically two sentences. We got some folks who are basically sending a long email via text, but we only get the first 150 words, so that's about uh, eh, probably 16 words or so, and so you could send that along that method, but you have to keep your message short. Just say, Mark's 100% wrong. I mean, that would be a good example of a text, but you got to put that OTM at the beginning of it. Actually, I think every text sent to us should start off that way. <laughs> Mark's 100% <laughs> wrong, and furthermore, uh, three-day waiting periods would not accomplish anything. Okay. All right, you can email us at on the market WKOK.com, and you can call us, of course, 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please do as I have done. Drive around in Sunbury Motor Company vehicles, a couple of them, and uh, check them out at sunburymotors.com. All right, of those texts, which withstand the test of overnight time? Well, it's interesting. Uh, One comes back at Tom saying, Tom, it's always nice to hear your Communist Party talking points. Not. Uh, And then these are related to the gun discussion we had yesterday. Uh, We didn't didn't start out to have it, but we wound up having it anyway. So I'll just read them all. Hey, Eric, are, are you for mandatory minimums and not plea dealing away the gun charges because that is what happens the majority of the time. The majority age in the USA is 18, not 21. There was a 72-hour waiting period for handgun purchases in Pennsylvania up until 1994, and people still died. Why? Uh, That's a bit of a, you know... (laughs) Of course, maybe somebody waited 72 hours and then shot somebody. But on the other hand, maybe the law enforcement and maybe mental health people would have had a chance to I find out about that period. I can't imagine that a waiting period prevents shootings. Oh, I, well, I mean, I, who says, oh, I am so mad at my neighbor. I'm going to the store now and buy a gun. And well, I'm going to shoot tragic, him, tragic story shoot him out on the, Sunday. Tragic story out of the Harrisburg area where a guy and a, and a woman had a property dispute or, or a boundary dispute in their property, and the guy went inside, got a gun, and came out and uh, and shot her, hmm. killed her uh, in front of her ch- children. So suppose they had, they had had a 72-hour waiting period before he could go in and get that gun. Do you think he might have cooled off? Well, I think you can certainly come up with incidents where that may, may help. But honestly, it, it seems like an owner thing. If you're... Onerous? Why is it onerous? Well, because for gun, law-abiding gun owners, why should we have to wait? If you go to a gun show, this is Why shouldn't you wait? If you're a lawful gun owner, what difference does it make? What urgent need do you have for a gun? If you go to a gun show, for example, uh, you're going to have to wait. Now, if I go to a gun show and I I buy a Glock 9mm, the vendor might be from Allentown or something. How are we going to meet up and get this transacted? Can he send it to you? (laughs) Oh, gosh. The person purpose of going to a show is that you buy it then. I mean, that's why you go to the store. So in any event, okay, so that's one reason. But the other thing is, a lot of people drive to distant gunshots. I live in Northumberland, so if I go over to Geysers or I go out to 147 to the sports shop there, um, it's it's a destination. So you shouldn't have to drive back three days later just because Joe thinks. I I suppose you could come up with some weird scenario where a three-day waiting period might delay the homicide. Gators is right down the road here.
earlier. Right. Well, there you go. <laughs> but uh, but traffic's heavy, so why should I have to endure that three days later just to go get a gun? Oh, because for heaven's sake, are you that? So, so what are you going to do with it? What is so urgent about your having it right now? <laughs> what are you going to do? Are you going uh, to have that you book time at a shooting range right, well, that day? Uh, uh, enough about waiting periods. It's a silly thing. It's, uh, it's not a it's silly strange thing. That you, you can. It still applies to marriage licenses in Pennsylvania, but that's another topic. All right, real quick, all finish right. the text. There was this. All right, uh, the people in the Second Amendment are the same as the people in all the rest of the amendments. And Eric, aren't owners of AR-15 gun owners also? Don't they have a choice also? I'm not talking about the criminals. All so right, that so yeah, the some board. of them a little bit contextual. All right, we got open phones. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Tom, first caller of the day. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. You know, they make this AR-15 and the twenty-two long rifle. Do you know that? Yep. Well, why don't they just sell them? Oh, without uh, high, without making them three hundred eight or five five six or the yeah. other calibers. I mean, why can't they? If people say they like that gun, they like that particular gun, it'd be the same gun. Well, it's been twenty-two, twenty-two long rifle. But one reason you, one reason you may want an AR is because for protection and shooting at somebody oh, with a twenty two long a rifle isn't going to be the ideal way to fend trigger, off an I mean, attacker or a burglar or something easy. like that. So there's your one I mean, of your if you answers. You want to blow somebody apart that they're unrecognizable, like they did to those kids, and I guess then you want to. Okay, the, uh, whatever caliber they are, I don't know what caliber. What are they? Two twenty-three or something? Some of them are. I don't yep. know what caliber. Or three hundred eight, seven point six two. Listen, what? So your idea, one one common sense measure that would make us safer is to make ARs limited to twenty-two long rifle. Yeah, I mean, you could you could also. Do you, you know could what a twenty-two? <laughs> the uh, ammunition less less powerful, but then people would still get the other stuff. Do you know what a twenty-two I mean, long could, rifle could, does to a person? Like, <laughs> anyway, you know, all right. Third to charge in it or so. I don't know what you would do to it, but something like that to make it like it wasn't as much as powerful. The bullet is because it's the bullet. It isn't the gun. That bullet travels at three thousand feet per second, according to what they're saying. It okay. goes through block walls. It goes through steel doors. There isn't too many things that can stop it. So I mean, even those. Cops that were in that school, that guy could have shot right through the wall and got him. Yeah, yeah. Fortunately, they didn't do that. It's the, the, that gun is just. I mean, they're blaming that that cop for not going in there. Well, that'd have been suicide. Those guys would have been. That might be their job. But that would have been suicide for them guys to go after that guy. The, the cops, the cops are outgunned right now. The cops, you know, the co- in order for the cops to get even with these these people that they're after, they're going to have to get bulletproof vests, and they're going to have to have AR-15s or something, or even machine guns, something to outgun the guys that they're trying to get. Most police department, well, some police departments have an automatic weapon. I mean, this is this is ridiculous to have a gun like this. I mean, I'm not against guns. I have guns, and I shot trap and skeet and reloaded and everything else. But a gun like this just has no place in society. It just doesn't. It's people that are, I mean, get a twenty-two. You buy a twenty-two long rifle, All right. you got the same thing. 
All right. But, you know, Tom, what people aren't so much talking about is the gun violence in the cities that kills just as many, actually kills more people, more young people, than a massacre like this. And we're not talking about that. That is because of poverty. That is is people shooting shooting each other because they they got drugs off of some guy and they they owe drug money. That's what that's about. That's about poverty. That's an altogether different situation. That isn't the same as going into a place and shooting innocent people for no reason at all. Well, it's how about the altogether different? How about the situation. innocent people who get caught in the crossfire, Tom? Every week there's stories about a young kid getting shot and killed in the crossfire gang war uh, between two gangs. Well, that that happened. That happens, but that's. But why aren't we worried about that? Same, why is it's that? It's not the same thing as going into a. But the end result it's not is the same exactly thing as going into a school or a Walmart or. Tom, or the, something else and shooting. It's not. It's not the same thing. The it's end result. Different. The end result is exactly the same. Someone who didn't well, need to die you're is not dead. Getting as many people killed in the crossfire as you are when you go in and kill. But even so, if two gang members, time or if two gang members shoot, an, I guess we're not going to listen to me. What, not going to work. Fifty, <laughs> okay. 50 some one time. All right, we got to no, move right. on. Thank you so much, Tom. Thanks, Thanks for Tom. calling in. I mean, it's, it All seems right, to me that if two people, if two people shoot each other or shoot at each other on a crowded street. Even if nobody innocent gets hurt, that's not good for society. <laughs> that's not considered a best practice. No, it's not. Right. You know, so and and you know, to top people like Tom just write that off of the major cities, but there are more people killed there by far than classroom shootings. Okay, we talked about a three day waiting period and limiting AR fifteens to just twenty two long rifles the caliber. Cindy, what's on your mind as we discuss common sense measures once again <laughs> on WKOK? I'm guessing that your comment earlier about the length of uh, emails was directed in part towards me. No, I only no, 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 no. With facts. No, no. facts are not in single sentences. No, but no, that's not true. Here's what I discovered. I did some not research. True. First, let me say this: I believe we should use science to solve this problem. That's important because otherwise we could just be doing things that are ineffective and frustrating, and it obviously is going to be an exceptional thing to make any change at all. So I went and looked. And science shows, Joe, I know you're not going to like this, that waiting periods do not decrease the number of shootings. So I, I realize you passionately believe in this, you know. There are people who thought if you ate an apple every day, it would keep the doctor away. It's just not true. <laughs> you know, there's lots of things in the world, I wish I could think of some of them, where we think logically this is, would make a difference, and it doesn't. And so it's, I say it's pointless. You're going to create this big bureaucracy, and it's going to be pointless to do that. It's not going to make the, achieve the goal that you I hear you saying you want, which is to put... Uh, a halt to these shootings, these mass shootings. On the other hand, a study found that if you uh, took away the high-capacity magazines, I hope I'm saying that correctly, large-capacity magazines, that it does decrease not the incident, but the number of people that are killed. Mm -hmm. So I support taking away large-capacity magazines. I support that because... It will reduce the number of people at an incident that are killed. And I think that's part of our goal, isn't it? I think our goal should be no deaths at all that are <laughs> unnecessary like that. There you go. <laughs> well, Joe, 
I wish no one got killed in car accidents, but we're not suggesting we should take away cars, are we? No, but come I mean, on, Cindy. Look at that. Ta- Cindy, just a second. Just a, just a second. The, the, just a second. The, the, the whole problem here is that somebody going into a school or getting a gun and firing it at people is a conscious decision they made. Now, whether they're mentally ill or whether they have all their faculties is not part of the equation, but it requires a specific action of a person with a weapon. Not everybody who gets behind the wheel of a car and hits somebody and winds up killing them uh, did it deliberately. But most of all, if you point a gun at somebody and pull the trigger, you intended to either harm, hurt them or kill them. There's no sec- no other alternative. I think there are some careless, foolish people, but in general, I agree with you. Most of the time when people are shot, it's on purpose, not by accident. Sometimes it is by accident, but most of the time it's on purpose. But, but Joe, waiting three days just doesn't change the outcome. So why put in place this big bureaucracy and carry on about this when it's ineffective? I could say to you, Joe, you're having a heart attack. Drink a glass of water. But that's not going to change your heart attack. So why would we do that? Well, this is what we're supposed to do. This is what exactly what I'd hope that we can do on this topic. Bring up an idea. Okay, a three-day waiting period. What impact, if any, would it have? Would it help? Would it hurt? Cindy found some information. Right. Cindy found some things that show that it doesn't help. But what bureaucracy are you talking about? We already have in place mechanisms to control the sale of guns. What what additional bureaucracy? We're going to need a three-day waiting officer in Harrisburg for every county. I guarantee it. Here it is. I go to buy the gun. I put my money down. They say, come back in three days. We'll want a background <laughs> check on you, see if you're okay, and you get the gun. Not, I'll give you your money back. Somebody has to monitor that that's what's happening, Joe. But the police I mean, monitor it. Living, I, I don't know how you think this. You're going to put the onus of this on business owners? You know, they collect sales tax. And they don't sell cigarettes to minors, and don't they don't sell alcohol to minors. And, like, there's a long list of things that business people are not supposed to do. And in every case... There are bureaucracies that go around and make sure that they're enforcing those rules. Maybe you aren't aware of that, oh, but I'm there are. But here's the thing. The gun <laughs> owners, gun shops already have a long list of things they have to comply with with, with so respect to selling the gun. One. No, but I don't think it creates <laughs> any additional onus on them. Joe, that's the thing. All right. I'm like... I'm we can say you, it doesn't work. If we, it worked, I'd be with you on this. We can but say a million things don't work, Cindy, but we, I think it's going to be cumulative. We have to do this, we have to do that, and we have to do the other. And we have to figure out what three things, let's say, maybe none, no, no one of them is going to solve yeah, the problem. Let's, let's do things that would help, not silly things yeah, that won't help. Right. Well, how do you We're know spending that? money to do these things, <laughs> Joe. Right. We're directing people. And in a sense, in a sense if you push that oh, through, that's it. We right? Gotta go. Then you're making a pledge that this will change things, and it won't. That's deceiving people. All right, Just thank doing you so it much. You feel good about it isn't functional. Thank, thank you, you so much, Cindy. It's a firmly held myth. I'm, I'm, there was I don't a commercial the other, a few years ago on TV where a little kid is sitting in the middle of the room yelling, "I want my Maypo." <laughs> and you know, it's, I could see you as a gun owner sitting there. I want my gun. And I want it now. <laughs> I can't wait three days. No. Why? Not, why can't you wait it's three a closely days? Closely held myth. <laughs> Waiting periods help. All right. All right, one All of right. our good listeners says, once again, Tom does not know what he's talking about. Oh, and Cindy, I wasn't talking about the length of emails. It was the length of texts that go above 150 characters. The emails are fine. Yours are fine. They they have a preamble and a conclusion. That's what we read. And, of course, you give us the uh, citation in the middle. That's fabulous. So we can appreciate that. So that's all good. All right, got to hit the road. 
No, you, I was, do you want wanted me to read that. Yep, go ahead. Why not? All right. If the Democrats want to get anywhere with gun control, they've got to quit allowing gun-ignorant people to speak on television. <laughs> Yesterday, I heard Biden babbling about high-caliber 9-millimeter pistols. <laughs> Whatever that is, you would think these people would educate themselves before speaking. Most of the gun control advocates I've seen through the years, I would not leave them alone unsupervised with a loaded firearm. <laughs> gun control advocates. Oh, brother. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Call us now. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. <laughs> yeah, now Mark Lawrence has a new program called Uber for Gun Owners. I want my gun. Call right now and a gun will be delivered directly to your door immediately. No waiting, no checks, Jeez, nothing. Days. Just have fun. Uh, Joe, 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 Joe. <laughs> Mike, you're on the mark. Yeah, hey, uh, you guys opened the show talking about the, uh, I call it the bypass down there, that you know, the bridge and everything. And I think that's going to be a, a real positive for the, the strip there, whatever you guys call that, the ceilings growth. And I think it's going to be actually going to help oh, oh, uh, north oh, of oh. Sealands Grove. Oh, Mike, Mike, Mike. The strip isn't in Sealands Grove. It's in Shemokin Dam and Hummel's Wharf. <laughs> Is that what that's called? I didn't know yes. that. I, I just know that I enjoyed watching the construction when I was out on the boats there in the, in the river of that bridge. And, uh, you know, I grew up there in, in South Williamsport. And we watched the bypass go in uh, around the Golden Strip there in Wilsock Township, and everybody thought that was going to ruin the uh, strip, but it actually kind of made it better. And that's what I predict is going to happen down there. That's in, exactly what. Hummel's Wharf? Shemokin Dam and Hummel's Wharf. Shemokin Dam, yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. And I, I think uh, north of Williamsport, I think people are going to, you know, if we get the gas prices under control here, I think people are going to be inclined more to to make weekend trips up into the uh, northern Pennsylvania even. I, I, it's a great thing. I, I, I'm surprised it just took so long. Well, but it took so not. long because there wasn't enough money to build it. Not enough money. <laughs> it, well, there no. wasn't money allocated, let me put it that way. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. You know, I know what you mean. But now, as far as guns, last thing here, you know, I think we're treating... The, the symptoms rather than or we need to treat the symptoms rather than the causes and you know Cindy she did you know I, I really you know I, I, I'm not a, in favor of getting rid of high capacity clips because I think they have their place but the truth of the matter is she's you know she's kind of technically right about that I think that it would cut down on the, the number of people that or the number of people that get killed in these events because that's primarily you know being able to shoot a lot of people really quickly is big but again talking about all this stuff i'm just wondering how many kids are out there right now hearing all this publicity all this talk and are they going to be 
motivated to be, you know, copycats. You know, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's a, a tough situation. And again, it's, it's political. And, you know, I said, I said, I uh, said the last thing here, but I, I'm very disappointed in what happened in the Sussman trial because I followed that uh, pretty closely. And to me, uh, Sussman was dead to rights. And it wasn't unexpected in my mind that he would be cleared because, you know, obviously where the trial took place and the people that were on the jury. But, you know, when we have a situation if, where our government basically colludes with the Democrat Party to can a president and it's allowed to stand, that's just a bad sign for the future. Okay. All right, we got you. Thank you so much, Mike. Yeah, Thanks for calling in. Very much appreciate your comments. Uh, Dan, you're on the mark. you got uh, a couple minutes. Hey, good morning. Well, uh, yesterday, a couple callers claimed that uh, well-regulated militia means the National Guard. No, 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 no. The National Guard's under control of government. The well-regulated militia they had in mind was people outside of the government in case the government got overburdensome or very dictatorial and you need a change the gun was the only thing that would come between you and your government that you that you would have to be under its control so the well-regulated militia is not the national guard or the whatever. It's, it's, it's the people of army. Government. That can become the enemy. Well, who's going to well regulate this militia you're talking about, Dan? The NRA well, will take care of us. You you would you would have ex-military people. You have as happened in the past with the militias that were formed. We've had plenty of them here in the United States, and you have ex. Green Beret, ex-SEALs, all them kind of people would be experts at a well-regulated militia. And they could give you training for civilians. And that's why you, that's what's meant by a well-regulated militia. Well, I beg to differ with you, but you're entitled to your opinion. You know, you're be, you'd, you're you'd wrong, say Joe. that, you'd be wrong. <laughs> thank you, Dan. Dan and I agree. All right. Yep. Thank you so hey, much, Dan. You. What's, a, what's the right. difference between a well-regulated militia and a mob? All right. Thank you, Dan. Thanks for how calling in. How about the Patriots? Oh, there we got to go. This is WKOK Sunbury. Dan, call us back. <laughs> News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, 
Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live toilet. <laughs> live toilet? <laughs> no, telephone talk show. Oh, is that what it sounded like? I sound like? like toilet to me, no, Kevin. I'm, I'm starting to read my uh, Bronco ad <laughs> at the same time. Sunbury Motor Company gave me a 2022 Bronco to drive around in. <laughs> and it's just, uh, it's the perfect vehicle. I, I, I can't get over it. Uh, you know, of course, I love a truck, but uh, this can climb up the side of a mountain. It it goes straight up hills. It has actual goat modes, G-O-A-T, goat modes, uh, and I've just been keeping it on eco so I can save a little gasoline for them. But Joe would put it on sport, in which case it stays in automatic four-wheel drive all the time, and it uses all the cylinders all the time, and it runs higher RPM so that when he tromps on the gas, it's already halfway there. And it costs him a couple, two, three miles per gallon, but uh, still he gets to have more fun, and he gets to post the uh, ex- exceed the posted legal speed limit, so he would like that. Uh, Kevin would probably like the slippery mode when he comes to work when it's sleeting and snowing, and and the rest of us might like mud or sand. But those are the goat modes. Slippery, normal, mud, sand, sport, and ego. And, of course, you know which one I'm going to choose. But it's a fun, fun, fun vehicle. This particular one has a moonroof, has reverse sensing, so you're never going to be able to back into anything. Uh, wireless phone charging pad. You just put your phone down in the middle console. Hook it up, of course, with the Bluetooth, and away you go. A HD radio, so you can listen to our sister station, 94KX, in HD, and it does sound distinctively nicer. I will have to say that. We'll have to get uh, WKOK AM stereo so it sounds even better. Uh, <laughs> I think ahead. we still have the equipment back oh, there. Okay, somewhere. right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, that's right. Rub it in. Of course, remote start, and of course, you can use the Ford Pass on it so you can check your vehicle and get reminders and all kinds of things to make sure that the, uh, the vehicle is perfect. We'll test drive one now at the Sunbury Motor Company. As soon as I take this one back, they gave me one that was a mannequin earlier this year that we drove up the side of the mountain here instead of on County Line Road, and it worked just perfectly. It's a fantastic vehicle. It's a Bronco Sport Badlands Edition. Now, they do have the other one that comes with the 30-inch tires and the lift kit, but that's not this one. This was sort of the hybrid version. You can go on off-road or you can go on highway, and you're good in either ways. And, of course, it's a Ford Bronco, and you're backed up by the Sunbury Motor Company. SunburyMotors.com. Sunbury Motors is our sponsor. Uh, We've had, of course, our post- uh, traumatic gun discussion. We're right in the middle of that, but we have some other topics to talk about shortly. We want to talk about the Christian nationalism of Doug Mastriano, and we can also talk about some things that are going on in Fairfax, Virginia, which Joe doesn't like, so we'll be talking about that shortly. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236, including OTM. Are there any common sense measures uh, that would make us safer. Uh, Some folks say a three-day waiting period would do that, but of course the facts don't back that up. Some say reducing the capacity of magazines to 10. When you buy an AR-15 that comes with a uh, 10-round capacity magazine. If you just kept them all at that, science shows that that would make some mass shootings less deadly, so maybe that's something to think about. Uh, President Biden was uh, talking to the New Zealand president yesterday about their gun buyback program, which by some accounts is successful, so maybe a buyback of something might work. Who knows? But uh, So are there measures that would we can empirically say, not just a closely held myth, but uh, empirically say would make us safer? Tell us now, one 800 
1-800-795-9565. Some very brief news headlines here. An early morning fire destroyed a home on Wheatley Avenue in Northumberland. Also damaged the neighboring home. A total of four units uh, of uh, double homes uh, displaced there. 600 block of Wheatley Avenue. No injuries were reported in that incident. AP is reporting the U.S. Supreme Court Tuesday temporarily blocked the counting of some mail-in ballots in Pennsylvania. That's an order that will affect that tightly, uh, very close Republican U.S. Senate primary uh, between David McCormick and Met Oz. And Dr. Order- Oz, please. No, you don't have to use this doctor just to refer to him as a Pennsylvania politician. He's just a citizen. Oh. Why do you have to use doctor all the time? <laughs> well, because it's polite. He earned the t- degree. He earned the title. So should I call David McCormick Mr. David McCormick? Well, you could call him Colonel David McCormick. I know what I'm going to call you in a minute here. <laughs> anyway, an order from Judge Samuel Alito paused the lower court ruling in that lawsuit that disputed the local court election would have allowed the county of mail-in ballots that lacked that handwritten date. So we have the long version of this posted at com. But again, the issue is whether the ballots that came in without the date uh, should be counted or not. One judge in Pennsylvania, I think Commonwealth Court, said that that's immaterial, whether the date's there or not. But on the other hand, when you fill in a mail-in ballot, it says you, you have to do three things. One, vote. Two, put it in this envelope and sign it. And three, date it. But uh, some people didn't do that, so should that ballot count? Some folks say yes. Some folks say no. No, shouldn't and Joe says no. I say yes, <laughs> just for the sake of argument. <laughs> and we'll to go from there. All right. Also, Spotlight PA reporting today. Rabbi Michael Pollack stood at the podium at the Capitol steps, just steps away from the legislature, to talk last week about banning elected officials from accepting gifts from lobbyists, special interests, and others. He says, right here in Pennsylvania, right now, bribery is legal. He told the good government advocates who had gathered for his message, he says, everybody here is on the take. A gift ban is just one of the many procedural changes there. See? Under Pennsylvania law, elected officials are allowed to accept unlimited gifts. Like I can give John Gordner a bus if I want to, or even cash. Just hand him a $100 bill from lobbyists and others as long as he discloses it in his annual report, which means you can confirm to the public that you're on the take is what it would really mean. But anyway, that places Pennsylvania in a minority of states without restrictions on gifts. So you see these uh, state representatives up in the booths up at uh, Penn State games. It's because they've been bribed by the lawmakers in their community. <laughs> All right, finally, it, Joe, you... Uh, can I disassociate myself with that last statement? Okay. Uh, <laughs> finally, yeah, this is... Uh, meant for you. Today is Oscar the Grouch Day. Today's the birthday of Oscar the Grouch. We do not know how old he is, but uh, in, an epi- oh, okay. in an episode <laughs> of Sesame Street revealed he was born on June the 1st. Oscar doesn't know what it means to have a happy birthday since he's always, what? Grouchy. Right. Okay, so there you go. Uh, first season was 1969, so how... How old would he be? 53. Okay, super. So he's 53. He's young. Same age as your son. No, my son's 54. <laughs> oh. did he? Ha- when was his birthday? Yesterday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
See, this is why. <laughs> this is National Irritation Day. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Email on the market, WKOK.com. Upper right-hand corner, Joe, if you All would. Right. Why on earth would the administration say they are not interested in fortifying schools? We have come to a place in society where such drastic measures are prudent. Tom is dead wrong about 223 penetrating block wall. Uh, 223, oh, 223 penetrating block walls. Sure, shoot the same small area a dozen times, it could decay into penetration eventually. There are YouTube channels that have covered that well. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Dan, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling back. Hey, let me finish with the patriots that signed the Constitution. They were all rebels against the government. And they, they understood that the government is not always your friend. And you need weapons that can compete with the government in case the government gets tyrannical. And that's why the the signers did not have in mind of a government-controlled, as you call it, militia, National Guard. They meant a militia outside of the government. Yes, citizen militia. Actually, Dan, the Supreme Court has never ruled on exactly what a well-regulated militia might be. We know. There have been cases... You know. Of course, the Supreme Court had no one has said what it is, but you know what it is. Once the court defines it, we'll know what it is. And it's quite possible that as part of some of the existing uh, cases that are before them, that they may well define what a well-regulated militia is. The only thing they did in 1939, they did uphold the they they did successfully hold, uphold uh, criminal proceedings against a man who transported a sawed-off shotgun across state lines. And what they said in ho- upholding that was that even though you have the right to bear arms, you don't have the right to transport them across state lines <laughs> if they don't contribute anything to the common defense. And a sawed-off shotgun is not necessary for the common defense. Well, unless you have you, an enemy, you forget where <laughs> Washington and them came out of. When they they knew that you could have a government that was tyrannical, and that's why they why I why I know what they had in mind. I'm not smarter than you or anybody is because they just come out of a tyrannical government. And if they would have lost that war, guess where they would have been? They'd have been hanging on the end of a rope and for taking their stand. So they had in mind for us today, looking forward, that our own government could become that way and we would have no way to... to rebel against it if we didn't have some close to equally firearms to match the government's firearms. But if we follow the Constitution, how are we ever going to have such a tyrannical government? If the Constitution is followed, we have the courts, we have the legislature, we have all these things in place to protect us from becoming a tyrannical government. You know, so what do you envision happening? What do you envision happening? This is the backup. Well, we did. We've seen a glimpse of it these last couple years. Yep. With with Biden, 
Biden. He's, <laughs> I thought you were going to say President regulations. Trump. <laughs> he put so, on, so much for that. Hey, he could have made it mandatory that you get a vaccine that isn't a vaccine, well, that's even not, if you don't want it. That's not necessarily and, tyranny. That's trying to protect your health. If we start freedom... What would our what would Washington and them say if they were back here? I often wondered. I think George I wish, Washington would say, "Get the vaccine." <laughs> oh, come uh, on, you, yeah, All right. come on. Thank yeah, you, Dan. You don't know that, and I often wished I had their wisdom to know what they knew about tyrannical government. I think we're soft soaked into accepting everything. And already in Canada, Trudeau outlawed every handgun just yesterday. You cannot own a handgun in Canada. No, 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 Dan, that's not right. He put a pause on the sale of them. He didn't ban them. He didn't confiscate them. Not yet. But well, you just said he did, Dan. I tell you, he didn't. Way, he will. <laughs> okay. And that's what you have to that's what will happen here if we, if you allow these new regular any regulation to come in. The same thing will happen to us. Is why the NRA and them fight it tooth and nail because they know they want to get their foot under the tent, and then once they get in there, they'll take everything. That's why, Joe. It's not. It's not that. It's not anything. All right, we got to get the next uh, caller honey. going. Yeah. Thank okay, you, sir. Guys, Take care, have man. Have a good day. You, you too, too, sir. Buddy. Take Thank care, Thank you so Dan. much for calling. Uh, Joseph, next up on WKOK's On the Mark. Oh, thank you for taking my call, gentlemen. Yeah, I was listening to uh, Dan there saying about uh, the well-regulated militia, you know, I mean, not being part of the government. And then Joe saying, well, that... Uh, when the Supreme Court hasn't ruled yet what that really means, but when they rule, then we'll know what it is. Well, <laughs> I'm going along with Dan here. Some good common horse sense. Here's the point. There, there's a justice on the Supreme Court, well, will soon be, that she doesn't even know what a woman is, and she is a woman. And I know that Dan knows what a woman is, and I know you gentlemen know what a woman is. So I wouldn't put any faith in what the Supreme Court rules. Uh, they look what they've already ruled on murdering unborn babies and uh, men marrying men and women marrying women. All these kind of crazy things. So I, I, I don't put no faith in that at all. The judges are corrupt. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, again, uh, Dan made pretty good sense there. Because the, the founding fathers, Thomas Jefferson said, and I have it right here in writing in a history book, that when a government fails to protect the people, uh, that that government should be abolished. And what did they do? They overthrew the government of King George III with firearms. Absolutely. And they, they had cannons and they had rifles and shotguns and, and they overthrew that government. Now, don't misunderstand, don't misunderstand me, please. As a believer, I cannot do that. But uh, according to what these men who framed the Constitution, that's what they did and that's what they meant about bearing arms. Okay. I think you were talking about women's summer outfits that show their shoulders, but that's just me. What's that? <laughs> never mind, never mind, never mind. Okay. Thank you so much, Joseph. Thanks for calling in. 
Yep. Appreciate Again, the call. Yeah. All right, we'll take more comers. I, I, will, I will say this. I was speaking from a legalistic standpoint. Once the court determines it, we can have an argument about whether or not they're right or wrong, mm-hmm. but they have not determined yet what a well-regulated <laughs> militia might be. They're not wrong yet, in other words. Is that what I'm hearing? Yet, right. Okay. <laughs> All they, right. They might be dead right, but they could be wrong as well, All if right. they ever do define it. we got one call coming in. we got another one standing by. Somebody sent us a meme. We don't love memes, but... And then we're going to read this one. It just seems pretty germane. Oh, you want me to read it? Yeah, why not? As insane as this may sound, you can be passionately pro-choice and not be pro-abortion. You can be outraged seeing toddlers ripped from their parents and put in cages and not be for open borders. And you can demand common-sense gun laws and not be against the Second Amendment. We are experiencing an, ep- an epidemic of myopic partisan ignorance, and we as a civilized uh, civilization and country are suffering because of it. All right. Thank you for that. 1-800-795-9565. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Uh, Lower, uh, start with the text to Joe. All right, the text says, Maple, a couple of years ago, Joe, do something. (laughs) Well, I was around then, so it's a couple of years ago to me. Uh, Do something, enforcement of laws we have. Uh, Canada is changing gun laws for the betterment. Why can't we? There has been many more shootings just over the holiday weekend. This is just sad. Signed, Bob. And for all the talk about guns and ammo, waiting periods, red flag laws, the undeniable truth is that school shootings would have prevented uh, would have been prevented if the door W was, I think was, was locked. locked but <laughs> it it was closed they have now shown the video shows the teacher did close the door when she heard that there was a shooter out there. Unfortunately, the door didn't lock. Okay, so it didn't latch behind her Right, she closed it. Okay. But she would have no way of knowing that. I mean, the door always locks. It's one of those doors that's locked if you close it, but for some reason and it wasn't. And that's the door he went in? Yes. Uh, I got Apparently you. Okay. it is. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We've got four callers standing by. Eric, you're first up. We're supposed to limit people to three minutes. We've been as long as five here today, but uh, try to be... Uh, concentrated Succinct. in your remarks. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, then don't take my first 30 seconds yourself. Thanks. <laughs> We're not counting oh, thank yet. Thank goodness. Uh, as the last texture, thank goodness all of our schools have bulletproof glass because if that shooter hadn't gotten in the door, he wouldn't be able to shoot through the windows and not those kids, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know whether they have bulletproof glass in those schools or not. <laughs> There's, no, no, they don't. Trust me. They're not against an AK-47 at close range. You know, um, as to Dan and who was the caller after Dan? I, I don't recollect that gentleman's Joseph, name. Joseph. Joseph. I should remember that right. Joseph from Old Testament. Joseph. Um, okay. So under that logic, if the government has weapons, we need to have weapons. So 
apparently I need, next thing I need is go out and buy a small tactical nuclear weapon because our government has controlled weapons and, uh, you know, the only way to protect myself is to have a nuclear deterrent. So apparently underneath that thought process, we all need to have nuclear weapons. The states who live, the states who border on the ocean need to have their own aircraft carriers and so on and so on. Where does it stop? Well, you apparently <laughs> common sense. Apparently not. But, well, uh, well, but according to Joseph, that, that that Dan was talking good common sense, you know. But don't don't quote him because his belief was he can't take any action. I love when he calls in. You know, I wouldn't have been part of that, right? Yeah, uh huh. No, the I have a solution. Are you gentlemen uh, pencils ready? You ready yep. for the solution? Hit it. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. So. um so we, we can't prevent the sale of guns to those under age 21, like we do handguns, because we'll never get that through. So here we go. Here's what we do. We have the ability to buy a uh, semi-automatic rifle and so forth, and then we just end up having a mandated waiting period until the person turns 21. Then on that day, they go pick up their rifle and go about their constitutional rights. Just like you cannot buy alcohol under age 21, you cannot drive past midnight before your age, I think, 17 or 18, with training, because you might go out and actually kill somebody with your car. So mandatory training for under 21 and a waiting period. You can purchase a but you cannot pick it up until you're 21. What do you guys think about that? I think that that answers everyone's concerns, right? <laughs> Well, I don't see anything wrong with a reasonable waiting period. I think what you're proposing is somewhat beyond that. But well, raising the age to buy a gun to 21, what's wrong with that? Well, I, I well, yeah, but he's talking well, about not waiting. any gun. No, not I'm, not talking, any gun. I'm talking about long guns. Uh, you know, if someone wants to go hunting at age 18, uh, you know, I, I don't have a problem with that. But to go hunting in Pennsylvania, to go hunting, to get a hunting license, you have to go through a training period. But to purchase a, a, a gun, you don't? To purchase a gun to that kill kills an animal, to kills rabbits, and according to the law, you have to go through a hunter safety course, a mandated three day hunter safety course. So many hours. I did. I think every hunter out there did. But in but evidently in Texas, you can just go out and buy the rifle at age eighteen, buy three hundred rounds of ammunition, buy a second one a couple of days later, and then within a week, go shoot up a school. Well, you know, they talked about the red flag laws. Usually that means that something in their past has triggered an investigation. But I would think just the fact that that gun shop sold the kid, an 18-year-old kid, one gun, then a pile of ammunition, and then another gun, that should be a red flag, I would think, too. Mm-hmm. One would think, but under Texas law, he's, it's discrimination if he doesn't sell it to him. Because under Texas law, he's allowed to buy it. So then now, now you have a discrimination case. Well, you won't sell it to me because why? And there's no reason to. So, I mean, you could have turned around and sued him. Well, I don't think the store did anything wrong. I mean, they were following the law, but I think they should have notified somebody. Listen, we had a customer came in, a young guy, and he had, you know, he had the money he paid for it, and there was no reason for us to turn him down, but we just wanted to make you aware of the fact that this is what he bought. And you illuminate a great point, Joe, and the point is this. How many 18-year-olds have really gone afoul of the law to the point where there would even be a red flag? And if they had, isn't isn't that also kept as uh, anything you do as a juvenile could be expunged when you turn eighteen and it's not on your record anymore? Well, you you can apply for that. Yeah, that's true. That so again, happens on its the twenty one, <laughs> you can't buy alcohol. If you 
can't buy, if you can't go hunting without the training, then why are we selling guns to children, allowing, turning them loose without any other requirements? That is my argument, and that is what has to be changed. And again, I'm a gun owner, and I want to keep my guns. But I tell you, the other gun owners out there, there is a groundswell, and keep it up. And and then we could have what happened up in up in uh, Canada, in Australia, and New Zealand. Right. Enough people say enough is enough, rather than trying to take what are good steps to keep our guns, but also keep the public and our children safe. All right, we but got the you. only Thank thing you you're so suggesting much. is that the, that we don't sell guns to some that so somebody's twenty one. That is a first step, Joe. What's right. the next Thank step? You. No, no, no. We don't have time for his next step. No, 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 no. We don't have time. We don't have time. We're at five minutes already. No time for the next step. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, John. Thank you. Yep. Thank you, Chris. You're on the mark. Thanks for waiting. Go right ahead. Yeah, I'd like to point out, in case uh, people missed it, that uh, the former president uh, claims that his candidate in Georgia that lost by 52 points was because the, the election was rigged. No, I haven't heard and that. <laughs> and that uh, the, his special prosecutor had a big fail, and Sussman was found not guilty of the charges of lying to the FBI. So that I know a lot of the right wingers out there were uh, anticipating uh, a different verdict on that, but it didn't go their way. And uh, when it comes to guns, uh, I believe now the leading cause of death for children to teenagers is gun violence. Death by gun. It passed. Uh, it passed uh, the number of people, the kids killed in auto accidents. And part of the reason for that is the car accident deaths have gone down because people study it and get solutions and demand safety and all that. And it's resulted in a decrease in in children's deaths by car accidents. And now. Gun violence is the leading cause of death for that age group. And we couldn't do a lot of the stuff. We couldn't do studies on how to uh, improve this, uh, improve that situation because the Republicans had passed a uh, bill forbidding such studies. And they still have bills that, uh, that pass that uh, prevent collection of information that might aid in that study. But the, the study part, our former president, uh, Trump, actually uh, eliminated that. And the first studies are throughout in a few months, I believe because they've, they've been able to collect information and do studies on it. But you don't have the scientific things that, uh, studies that fully done because they weren't allowed to have the information about guns. What is the name of this law you're referring to, if I may ask? Uh, it, it stopped the collection of, uh, it stopped the, the, the government from doing studies on, on gun safety. Uh, the okay. former president uh, changed that. Trump actually, that was one of the things Trump did that was good, and the studies are now due out. Okay. 
believe. You say the Republicans passed this bill, but it must have been on the books for a long time, because I don't recall the Republicans being able to pass any legislation like that recently. Uh, I I think it was in the I think it was in the eighties or nineties they did it, but I'm not sure. But you don't remember the name of the bill. I, I'm sure I'd like no. to read it. I'd like to read it to be honest with you. So okay, the whole thing. And, yeah, <laughs> that probably isn't a very big bill. And and uh, another thing they can do is heavily tax <clears throat> guns because of the extra. Just like with roads and uh, so forth, uh, you, the police have to be more heavily armed, have more equipment. Schools have to be hardened and everything because of gun uh, the the way gun ownership works and how powerful the weapons are that are allowed to be sold. So taxing them to make up for those costs to the community seems like a logical way to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else, sir? Yep, we'll add that to the list. Well, I, 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 uh, I think those are those are some things you can do. I have been not calling because I haven't wanted to talk about the incident in Texas because I those uh, everything that comes out immediately after one of those always turns out to be uh, fifty to ninety percent false. Mm-hmm. So you really don't know what happens. Even now, you're not quite sure what actually happens. Yeah, was the door it's propped open or left open or, or unlocked? Now, right? right. Right. All right. We got so, you, Chris. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate your call. Okay. As always, take care, sir. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We got one open line. Read the upper right hand corner, and then uh, we'll hit the break. Responsible gun ownership and safe gun storage are reasonable measures to keep Americans safe. That is a place to start. Red flag laws can save lives. Let's not forget all the suicide deaths due to an available firearm. Not all folks are mentally ill when they use a gun to end their life. Emotional moments can be fleeting and then resolved with intervention. A gun changes the outcome. All right. One well, that's true. That's what I said the other day, and you poo-pooed me. I said, it's you know, it's not a gun problem. It's not a people problem. It's a people with gun problem. <laughs> oh, poo-poo. All right. 1-800-795. You want your Mapo, don't you? <laughs> yes, I do. All right. 1-800-795-9565, which is what? Maple, maple flavored, flavored oatmeal. oatmeal. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> This is uh, Kevin's favorite day. Hot-blooded. The phones are all <laughs> lit up, so he gets he to do something else. Play video games on his phone instead. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see, upper right-hand corner, and then we'll hit the phone. I hope everyone got to see the video of Mr. Trump at the NRA convention reading the names of those murdered in the latest school shooting, mispronouncing every other name, and finishing his speech with that pathetic little dance he does, enough to make anyone cringe. <laughs> he, he snaps his fingers, moves his arms left and right, so, and does like I'd, a shuffle. Well, at least he doesn't dance like Elaine Bettis. Oh, right, Seinfeld. right. Yeah, what was that dance called? That it <laughs> I don't know, but it was... It was the Seinfeld dance. Yeah, I saw I, I can talking do that about dance. it. She had to do it without music because when music played, she tended to try and keep up with it. But here, the, just looking spastic, <laughs> if that's a word anymore. <laughs> All right, I think so. Uh, let's see. Lance, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Okay, wish I could have called early, but my head was still stopped up. Uh, 
Oh, anyway, we more information than we need. <laughs> okay. Well, I know that. But anyway, uh, many years ago now, like in the 80s, I believe it was, this guy I had worked with who was crazy. I mean, they called him Wacky Waggle because that was, he was wacky. You didn't mess with him. That was that was the way it was. Well, by killing his estranged wife and then turning the gun on himself. Now, everybody knew while he was going through the waiting period, what told half a dozen people that he was just waiting his time until he, she, uh, until he could get his gun. So people who are intent on it, that's not going to deter them at all. So what so, do we do? Just say, all right, we're not going to be able to do anything, and let's just keep going the way we are. No, 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 no I'm not, not saying that at all. I and mean, I'm just saying that this was something that really hooked Chris to home, because, you know, I sort of you know knew of the guy, worked with him and everything. But um, anyway, we were talking about uh, a twenty two long rifle. Mm-hmm. They were uh, more powerful than what a lot of people imagine. Uh, I myself have probably dropped oh, probably 12 or 15 large animals. I'm talking like 250-pound pigs and actually one 1,600-pound bull back in my you know home butchering days, plus helping out the uh, traveling butcher who only used the 22 short, but he was he was a good shot. Now, when you're talking about the militia weapon, here is an interesting thing. That sawed-off shotgun was an NFA shotgun. In other words, it had a barrel length of less than 18 inches. If you want to get one of those, I have one. Why, you got to go through the same thing as when you buy a machine gun, which is a whole raft of stuff. Now, what are you buying now? With a the... sawed-off shotgun. Oh, okay. It's a barrel shotgun. less than 18 inches. Mm-hmm. Now... What they basically said was, you couldn't have that because it was not a militia weapon. Right. What they said, right? Well, they said it was not. not it, it would not contribute to the common defense. Yeah. In other words, it was not a, a militia weapon. Right. Now they're saying you can't have an AR because it is a militia weapon. Now, which way do they want it? Well, they haven't said that, though. The Supreme Court hasn't said that you can't have an AR-15. Mm-hmm. I mean, the people... Besides the courts, I'm talking the folks, the proponents of more rigid gun controls. They're telling us that we can't have it because it is a militia weapon. And militia, when you talk about well-regulated, back then that meant pro-efficient. And you can just go right on back and you'll see it, pro-efficient. Now, um, militia is defined... In the Title 10 U.S. Code, Chapter 13, Section 311, it says that the militia of the United States shall consist of all able-bodied males 17 years of age and older. The classes of militia are, one, the organized militia, consisting of the National Guard and Naval Militia, and two, the unorganized militia, consisting of members of the militia who are not members of the National Guard or Naval Militia. Now, the ACLU got hold of this, right? First thing they go, militia of the United States shall consist of all able-bodied. Got to throw that out, pal, you know what I mean? It's a handicap. Males, oh, that's gender bias. Hmm. Of course, 17 years of older, well, that's age discrimination. 
Well, yes, if. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're able-bodied. It doesn't matter your gender. It uh, doesn't matter how old you are. I guess that's everybody, isn't it? What's the date of that? Yeah. Hmm? I'm not really sure. All I know is... Well, you know, back in the day, back in the 1760s, there are a lot of teenagers fought against the Native Americans in the French and Indian War. They fought in the Revolution. It's not necessary for them to fight today, I don't believe, 17-year-olds. Well, you can enlist if your parents sign for you. Okay, well, so... Listen, I I think that the idea of a well-regulated militia has to do with some common threat. First of all, there has to be some common threat to the community that requires it. There was never a national militia envisioned. It was always an army, a standing army, and there was quite a debate about whether we would have a standing army after the Revolutionary War was fought. Many people thought it was a threat to freedom. Now it's a defender of freedom. You know, and the need today for a well-regulated militia, unless you're planning to overthrow the government, doesn't seem to be very reasonable to me. Yeah, pro-efficient. It didn't say anything about the government and its uh, heavy hand on it, did it? It didn't. Well, unfortunately, the framers assumed, and I think you have to go back to the context, the framers assumed that people knew what a well-regulated militia was. They didn't define it. I think they just assumed that people who lived then knew what it was. Right, it was a citizen army with great supervisors. (laughs) Nothing to do with with the supervision. It had to do with whether the militia knew what it was doing or not. Okay, so like a well-trained militia. Well, you need to know what the definition of regulated was in the 1770s. Yeah, we just uh, repeated it. <laughs> okay. Hey, All right, nice, we got Lance. you. We Thank you so moving. much, Lance. Thanks for calling in. 1-800-795-9565. One of our listeners sent us a note after uh, somebody said President Trump repealed the Dickey Amendment and allowed some of the research on guns. Another individual sent us a paragraph from Wikipedia that says it was the U.S. Congress that made that change. They clarified the law in 2018 to allow research into gun violence. Okay. Not President Trump. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, We'll take the break. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, he can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Most of my jokes take two minutes. So. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine. Oh, scratch that. We're not going to have time for any more callers. We're all lined up. We're all lined up. Al is next. To go ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Well, uh, I was I was the last caller Friday, and I said about the uh, I heard you know uh, to start from the beginning. Uh, you should go ahead and soften your hearts and harden the schools. 
that would help, you know, and if families have responsibilities to turn people in that are having problems that have guns. And um, <clears throat> one thing Biden just said was he doesn't believe in hardened targets. And I thought, you know, there's two simple things that are very hard to do, but they would have a big impact by hardening the targets and soften the hearts. Uh, like I said, if you you brought morality into the schools and, and taught them morality instead of showing them pictures, kindergartners' pictures of a, a, a pregnant man, which is in the news now, things are all so confused that we just can't. You're changing definitions of words and, and fighting about the Constitution with this, uh, you know, killing the babies. I mean, it's like, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? How are you going to get rid of the Constitution one little bite at a time? And if we can't protect the unborn citizens, that's a, that's a bite. Okay, what okay. De- what words have we changed the definition of? Well, he's talking about discussions we've had here in the past. Well, you were just talking about what the militia meant of well, uh, well regulated, well regulated militia meant back then. Doesn't regulation the word mean the same today as it did in the seventeen hundreds? So, what does well regulated militia mean in your view, then, since you know the definition? I would say it was uh, citizens that are here as protectors of the Constitution. If our government doesn't want to protect the Constitution, it's our right and responsibility as we the people. We are the government. Mm. We are the militia. That's a pretty good one. But we, all, for me. we don't all agree on the same thing, so which of us are have the right well, to form the militia and which of us don't? Let's go black and white and go by the Constitution. It was written down. Quit changing the words. <laughs> quit changing the meanings of words. Right. Just read the Constitution and, and go by that. But you forget that the Constitution gives the Supreme Court the right to interpret the Constitution. And sometimes they interpret it wrongly. <laughs> okay, okay, so they were wrong on that one. All right, we got they, you. They were, no, no, not the Constitution wasn't wrong. They gave it to the courts, but the courts are not going by our foundation, and our foundation is we protect all our citizens, born or unborn. They made a mistake. They aren't protecting the unborn citizen. Okay, but, you know, the bottom line is the courts, what the courts say is the interpretation of the law. If the legislature is not following it, or if the courts aren't following it, then you enact legislation or you get a constitutional amendment to make the change. You don't form a militia and go out in the streets and start shooting people because they disagree with you. Why do we have Roe versus Wade? That was made by the the uh, courts. That right. wasn't made by legislation. That's exactly my point. So if you feel that that was wrongly settled, then you get your legislature to pass a law, a constitutional amendment, to change it or to codify it. If the, if the uh, court was following the Constitution, they want to made a law. But they are following it in their view. It, and the court, the Constitution gives them the right to make that decision. There was no law that they were making a decision on. They just made a ruling. But if this, all right, but if the Supreme Court makes a ruling that the protection is extended to a certain class of people, then that in and of itself is constitutional. You have to change the Constitution to make it illegal or difficult for them to do what they want. They we, have the right to do. We've got to get to our other callers. Okay. All right, thank you so much, Al. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> I know you blocked yourself. <laughs> Sorry. Dennis, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Dennis. 
Oh, didn't I? Know? Oh, it's Joseph is next with one minute. Go ahead. Sorry, buddy. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to comment on the caller that calls me Old Testament Joseph. Uh, he doesn't understand. The same God of the Old Testament, oh, who I believe in, which is Yahweh, he became the Mighty One, the Savior in the that's New Testament. That's irrelevant. Which is he, was Yeshua. Just, he was just okay. calling you. He was just using it's that just as a reference. Name. It's no, no well, wrong know, with an he, explanation. He, that's is required. why he called me. He thinks I don't believe in the New Testament. Of course oh, I do. He never said he never anything, said anything, anything, like, anything that. like that. <laughs> never. Pardon me? He never said anything like that. He anyway. just was. Well, People that say those things, that's what they mean. Oh, do they? Okay. okay. <laughs> you, you get a reminder. And furthermore, he said about the uh, militia and all this, that we could, we should have nuclear weapons and then aircraft carriers. Well, let me ask him a question. Uh, uh, Russia had nuclear weapons and aircraft carriers, and the uh, little rebels in uh, Afghanistan run them out. We had nuclear weapons and aircraft carriers, and Vietnam whipped our butt. Right. And uh, the British, Britain, uh, the Navy of Great Britain and the Army was the most powerful military in the world. Okay. And this ragtag couple of people here in the United States yep. with weapons and muskets. But we have another everybody. caller we have to get so, uh, to. So we're going to call you not could, Old Testament. Uh, all right, you're you not know, Old Testament, they, they Joseph. They knew what they were talking about. Okay. Yeah, well said, Joseph. Uh, good, good, good point. Thank you. All right, Dennis, last caller. Go right ahead. <laughs> yes, good morning, gentlemen. I, I sit here often and ponder... What, what what changed dramatically from the 50s and 60s when guys and girls brought their guns into the school for gun training <laughs> classes? Right. You know, what what, what dramatically, well, and I mean, we club. all have to form our own opinion. I say it's the breakdown of family, breakdown of religion, but again, the argument is like, to me, superfluous. You're arguing the gun, an inanimate object that's not going to jump up and shoot somebody. You know, what, can we not argue a little bit or try to discuss you know, family values and stuff. It seems to me that there's an awful lot of uh, troubled souls out there, which somehow we didn't have that many in the 50s and 60s. I'm sure there was one, maybe. <laughs> but, you know, what I'm getting at is that it's ridiculous to be arguing gun control when we really should be talking about morality. I don't know. Just my opinion, but... All right, we got well, you. you've got you've got a point there because people weren't committing those mass murders... There were still some yeah. shootings in some, schools. Yeah. And, and of right. course, it's pre-Columbine. Yeah. All right, thank Charles you so much. Whitman, thank I think, at the Texas Tower was one of the first big ones. Yep. In the yeah, you're States. right. Yeah. I think that's the first one I remember, Dennis. Thanks for calling. Appreciate your call, as always. Thank you, everybody, for participating. We have uh, one, two, three, four, five emails we didn't get to. Mary Markle will be here tomorrow. She's from Sealands Grove, a Be Smart leader in the Moms Demand Action for Gun Sense in America. She'll be calling in tomorrow about uh, the advocacy of their group. So that's tomorrow. You're listening to WDK OK Sunday. 10 o'clock.